Hey guys, it's Bryce and Carly from After Credits here. Um, we just wanted to take a minute before our podcast starts to talk a little bit about um, the Black Lives Matter movement. We uh, took a week off in solidarity with Black Lives Matter last week um, to make room for um, black voices to be heard in media as we have lots of white privilege um, and have the privilege to be able to take off that time. So we are going to be adding some links in the description of organizations that we feel would benefit the movement. And if you guys are interested, feel free to support. Yeah, we wanted to um, leave this message at the beginning because part of the problem in today's society is that if we were just to upload this podcast as is and just not say anything, that's kind of just adding to the problem of not focusing in on what's actually going on in the world right now. Um, I remember like in elementary school being taught about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And um, just thinking for the, until probably fairly recently that racism just wasn't a thing anymore just because of that. Um, <laughs> I like, I genuinely remember one time like saying out, out loud that race, that, um, racism ended with Martin Luther King Jr., right? And just being completely blown away with how the world actually is. So we're throwing this in, like I said, to um, to just <laughs> to not necessarily ignore what's going on, but just to address it head on and hope that you guys, um, sign petitions, uh, read about it, learn, uh, donate if you can, or yeah. Um, we have a really fun episode today. Yeah, <laughs> we um, talk about Pirates of the Caribbean to ignore, or not ignore, um, because it's more of an uplifting and fun movie rather than the movie we were going to, uh, Fight Club, yeah. <laughs> which is a movie that I still love. Um, but it's my favorite movie, but right, we, <laughs> it's just not necessarily a good one for right now. <laughs> we chose Pirates of the Caribbean instead of Fight Club um, because we wanted to do something that's more uplifting rather than adding more... Um, dark feelings into a time that's already dark for everyone with quarantine and everything else that's been going on and so um, but we wanted to add this message because um, if you ignore the problem you're adding to the problem and we feel that it because of our privilege <clears throat> that um, if we allow the timelines of people to continue to um, ignore Black Lives Matter, and if we allow this to go away, then there won't be any action that takes place because of this movement, or any further action. So, don't let yourself forget. Um, enjoy the podcast today, but keep in mind that there are many avenues of ways of helping with the movement, and that even the smallest bit of contribution in some way can help. So, enjoy Parts of the Caribbean. Hi guys, welcome to After Credits episode. Oh my god, I'm ever get I'm, Four, I can't. fourteen. I think. Is it fourteen? I think now? it's fourteen. Oh no! Wait, now I'm gonna get. Oh no, I have to check. Is it? I will look. Here. I will look. <laughs> I'm pretty. I am almost positive it's fourteen. But if I'm wrong. Okay, it is fourteen. It is fourteen. Yep, it is. <laughs> All right, um, fourteen. <laughs> Here's always with my lovely co-host Carly Bauer. Hi, that's me. <laughs> I'm going to start checking. I'm going to put that and start putting that in my notes what episode we're on because I just assume no, that I know. Yeah. 
I mean, These double digits have been messing with me a lot. <laughs> Bryce uh, can't count, and... <laughs> <laughs> well, now we've been doing this for 14 weeks, so... That's crazy. crazy. That's, yeah. like, so many... That's so long. <laughs> when you say, like, episode 14 doesn't sound like a lot, but when you add weeks after it, then it right. sounds like yeah, an I mean, accomplishment. <laughs> some shows are only 14 episodes long. Right. You know, like some seasons. So this has basically been like almost a season of after credits, which is kind of cool. We'll take a summer off. Yeah, a lot lot has happened, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, not necessarily all good, but a lot's happened. (laughs) I mean, we started recording this out of a shoe in my my dorm room. And, and we've had to after a four-hour clue session in Carly's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and we've we've had a, to do a lot of adapting to try and figure out what we were gonna do, but here we are. Now, now we just need a Patreon to get our get actual microphones and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Have you started working up at the zoo yet? I know the zoo man talk um, I, How's that going? it's been going good. I had one, I've worked one day so far. Um, it was Wednesday, okay. this past Wednesday, cause we opened on Tuesday, we opened for, um, members only. And then Wednesday we opened for members and then you could buy, uh, prepaid tickets ahead of time to come to the zoo. Like you can't, I mean, technically you can pay with money when you get there, but we can only let in a thousand people a day. So we stagger it by hour so that we can allow people in all day long and don't have sure. to close at like two because we let everyone in. Um, so we highly, highly recommend people and we even uh, push people to buy tickets if they get there. We would prefer that they buy tickets that we can scan um, so that we can monitor the amount of people coming into the zoo easier because, I mean, based on county laws and the, you know, um, laws I'm sure that you guys will have to follow as well. Um, we can only have so many people on the property at one time. And it's kind of also harder for the zoo because so many animals are susceptible to COVID-19. Um, basically any animal, I don't know if I told you this, basically any animal that's related to a cat or a dog, um, yeah. That's so oddly specific. It includes giraffes. <laughs> Um, Wait, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't include goats, so I don't know. So it's like the the giraffes, the red pandas, the red wolves, the um, if the foxes weren't dead, it would include the foxes, um, the any of the big cats, so like the lions and the leopards, um, and more that I don't know off the top of my head, but they could all contract COVID if they have contact with people, so. Yeah, so we have a lot of new precautions in place. <laughs> do you make the people going in wear masks, or do you make the animals wear masks? No, neither, actually. We, um, <laughs> employees have to wear masks or plexiglass shields. Um, but I saw in total, we hit our 1,000 people limit on Wednesday, and in total I saw six people wearing masks. So, And I saw several people walking around with newborns. So that was fun. Um, yeah, so, um, if you're in the Green Bay area, sign up for that membership and yeah. 
um, gets to the, the new zoo. Please do come visit me. Um, I I work tomorrow. <laughs> when this, by the time this comes out, I will be at work. So. Um. How are you? Carly, how is your situation? I miss you. <laughs> I miss you so much. Aw. It's lonely. <laughs> yeah. Um. I've been getting more and more tan every day. You kind of, I can tell you look tan. <laughs> and it's really weird because I don't think I've ever been this tan before. And I don't think, I, and I don't notice until I take my shirt off for the shower and like, like. <laughs> and you're really pale. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> you're so pale, but like yeah. only on your like stomach. I know. That's what I'm supposed to be. <laughs> well okay <laughs> gonna work on that I don't know <laughs> yeah construction isn't really a friendly job to work without a shirt on though so yeah I don't know how I'm gonna fix this problem <laughs> dude I don't I wouldn't work with the shirt off <laughs> at, if I were you yeah. at construction not at the <laughs> yeah I don't think I'm uh, allowed to do that but you know <laughs> as long as you have your flexi glass on yeah I mean for other reasons, but yes. <laughs> so. Just um, yeah, have like a face mask around your your nipples. Oh yeah, it's like a bra. I make a bra out of face masks because we have zoom masks that say like the logo on them that they got made. Oh really? So I can, like tie them together and like put my arms through the ear things. Be like, ooh, I made a bra. That's That'd funny. Be I feel like with everything going on, there's probably a porn of that out right now. <laughs> I'm sure. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's get let's get in that topic of movies. Okay. <laughs> what have you been watching? I feel like my list is ginormous, but that's also because we took off last week with because of everything. You know, everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I don't know. I've been watching a lot. I've been watching Avatar, like The Last Airbender on Netflix a lot with Ellie. Um, yeah. I hope you're not just watching James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah, over um, and over again. <laughs> on repeat for the forever. I feel like it would be good for a little bit, but then I would start to get a little bit bored. <laughs> like with the same content well, over and over. Your hair is turning more and more, more blue, I feel like. So maybe um, it, you're making the switch. It's the, it's the same section, but I use color conditioner, so maybe it looks more blue than it did last time you saw me. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same. Um, thanks. Yeah. Um, what else Can you I dye, watch? like, a different chunk of hair every time you watch James Cameron's Avatar? <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, slowly turning more into an Avatar. I mean, I could dye my yeah, face. It turns my... Me. If I wear nail polish, it turns my nail polish blue when I, like, uh, use honey. color conditioner. <laughs> so I have, like, yellow nail polish, but it turned green, and now, like, parts of it are just completely blue. So that's cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. not intentional. I don't... I had white nail polish on a while ago when I was uh, using color I conditioner. Kind of it did, because it dyed... It was just, like, a really pale blue, and I was like, that is not what my nails were. <laughs> And now it's just kind of green. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I also <laughs> rewatched Austin Powers again. 
whole trilogy or just the first one? Um, I watched the second one and the first one. I didn't watch Goldmember. That wasn't... I I just saw Goldmember and it wasn't worth watching it again. No, it's not. It doesn't even compare. I I think the second one's my favorite one just because of Dr. Evil rapping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's also where Mini-Me is introduced and Fat Bastard, so... Yeah, right. Yeah. And then the third one, like, I, I just don't understand how the second one ended. They're like, you know what this character needs? Daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I love his dad. Okay. So we're not talking about Austin Powers. <laughs> um, I also watched Grease because, um, is it CBS or I don't know what, what channel it is. But I don't have cable. Okay. Well, there's a channel that used to do... When my parents were young, Sunday night movies, and they're do- they are starting to, to do them again every Sunday. They show a different movie, and so this Sunday That's it cool. was Grease, the sing along version. So, we did have like the little dot yeah, going yeah. over each word. They did. They That's did. So they funny. made like different graphics for every song. So I don't remember what channel it is, but so was it like John Travolta's face for one of them, or no, <laughs> he. <laughs> Like, there was, you know, the scene when Rizzo sings uh, Worst Thing I Could Do? I, won't, I barely saw it okay. one time. Well, she sings about getting with lots of boys. And the entire time, because the graphics that they made for it, like, the said the words, they also drew, like, little, like, designs and stuff. And they had fake tears coming out of her eyes without, for, as graphics and wrote, were, like, slut-shaming her. Um, as she's walking, they wrote, like, call Rizzo for a good time on, like, the wall. Like, and it's all from, like, this, these re-edited graphics. Like, it's not part of the movie. And I was like, what the heck? It's so weird. But, yeah, that's, that's what I've watched. What about you? <laughs> They're showing um, Grease and Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the drive-in theater in Chilton oh. this weekend. So, I think I'm going to take Kelsey... Um, that was where our first date was, and oh, our anniversary so coming up. So I think that'll be fun, but I haven't told her yet, so she's going to hear it through here. <laughs> you should check some of the prices, because I know the... It's, it's 10 bucks right now. Okay, because the drive-in in Freedom, um, since they can't do any of their vending, like their food, they are charging um, $8 a car, or $8 a person, as well as um, $30 a car. How does that make? It? <laughs> so yeah, so it would cost for two people to go. It would cost like fifty bucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. Are they making money? I don't know. <laughs> like, are people going? No idea. But they could probably make their money back off on one minivan. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's where they'd make their money from is from selling concessions and stuff. And if they can't do that, then. Sure. Yeah. So I would just I'll make sure that there's that. not like maybe, a car fee. Maybe this won't be a smart idea. But we'll just we'll just put put my TV I mean, in the backyard or something. I kind of think <laughs> it's worth it. I don't know. You could make your own drive in. Yeah. You could park right. your car and project it on the like, yeah. On there's the... a parking lot at the, the the college campus right across the street. So yeah. <laughs> like this is uh <laughs> this is mine now. This is where the drive in is. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I don't know like I like that idea of seeing new movies in a drive-in because it's safe but because not everywhere is doing it it's like they're not opening new movies right and so the ones that are coming out are like from January and I don't care about 
the ones that I missed from January. Yeah, and that's the thing like, is, like, now also so many of the movies that went on streaming, like we were talking about, and now all these movie theaters and drive-ins are reopening, but because they all went straight to streaming, there's no movies for them to show. So Yeah. Yeah, they're showing Onward and uh, Call to the Wild, that Harrison Ford movie with the uh, CGI dog. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I feel yeah. bad, but I just <laughs> really I didn't want to see it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's good, but I don't know. I'll stick to um, uh, Hotel for Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, the only dog movie that came to I love Hotel for Dogs. That was the first movie I cried at. Hey, really? Yeah, because there's a part where the siblings, because they're foster kids, they're like, yeah. if you guys screw up one oh, more time, you're going to be separated, and they like p- are pulling them apart, and I started sobbing in the theater. I was like <laughs> nine, I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't have any siblings, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm emotional, what can I say? Jesus. So. <laughs> I was. I heard a story today about uh, somebody who went to saw 127 hours mm-hmm. in the theater and when they got to the scene where james franco is cutting off his arm like they just dis- <laughs> simulate like the sound of like cutting your nerves they like cut guitar strings or something oh like my that. god just really cringy like oh my god you know sound. and someone like fainted in the theater that they went to like <laughs> yeah, oh my I god that's so i can't i i mean <laughs> i don't know i because also is that movie about climbing i know he gets stuck in like a rock uh kind of yeah it's like i don't know yeah <laughs> kind of just like plays in the desert because <laughs> like gets stuck like ellie climbs so um she's a big fan <laughs> of like the dawn wall and um i don't remember what the other one's called at the moment but uh and so I'm always afraid that she's gonna want me to watch that movie because <laughs> like I just don't where he cuts off his arm I just can't I don't know <laughs> that yeah, freaks me no, out way I, too much. Like, even even knowing it was gonna happen it was still bad yeah so I oh well, especially now yeah. like you uh, you if you know anything that it's about you know what's coming the entire time like <laughs> you're like yeah, is right? this the part where he cuts off his arm like, Can you, like, imagine, like, seeing it, not knowing that's going to happen, and he's just, like, the whole movie, you're just thinking, like, oh, he's just going to be chilling there, like, this, yeah. <laughs> the entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a short movie, though, so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, but anyways, uh, Kelsey and I have been trying to pick up on her MCU watch, mm-hmm. since she's like I said, like, episodes ago, because we've been really bad right. at it. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> she hasn't seen it. So we went through, I think we, where did we start? We started with Guardians, and we ended up ending at Doctor Strange. Okay. So, well, actually, Guardians 2. <laughs> we made, like, a full, full chunk. Okay, yeah, that's, like, a large, that's, like, Phase 2. End of Phase 2, beginning yeah. of Phase 3. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then, yeah. So I bought HBO Max. So I've been watching a lot of stuff on there. Like I started Punch Trunk Love, and then <laughs> and I got your text like, "Oh, she's still alive." Thank goodness. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I I was not the murderer. It was my dad. So. Way to go, dad. It was Colonel Mustard, and I was Plum. So. 
But, yeah. I haven't played, like, Clue, like, properly in so long. So, like, do you personally know if you're the murderer, no. like, the whole time? You don't know if really? you're, you never know. You, unless you have the card, you don't know. So you could be the murderer and not know until it's revealed at the end, which is what happens. So what do you get if you're the murderer? Does anything, do you just lose automatically or what? Well, because what the thing is, is if someone guesses you correctly, if someone guesses so how Clue works <laughs> is that there are... Okay, wait. Let's, let's talk about this. Okay. Right <laughs> well, you, you don't okay. want to go through the entirety of this board game. No, no. Kelsey likes Clue. We'll play it together sometime, I'm sure. Okay. Well, when we played it, it was Colonel Mustard with the axe in the theater. So... Wow. That's what happened. What a bitch. I know. <laughs> that's the only place I... Because out of all of the things in Clue, like all of the murder weapons, the only one, like, and Ellie was like, what about rat poison? But, um, you know, that's how she sounds. And, you know, because, you know, you know, that's how, that's how her, her voice sounds. So, um, they're like, out of, there's like an axe and a bat and, um, you know, a bunch of different, a candlestick. Um, but then there's poison, and I feel like poison is the one that would be in real life most likely probably the murder weapon, if all of those were suspectable <laughs> murder mm. weapons, and someone saw poison, and they're like, I feel like, <laughs> who just has poison, but I guess bleach and rat poison, whatever, but it's just labeled poison, and it's like in the shape of a pill bottle in the game that we have so i just feel like murder pointed fingers yeah <laughs> i i think it would it realistically be poison but whatever it's fine. Wait, i'm not a murderer what do I, I don't mean? i don't know i don't know anything it wasn't me it wasn't plum <laughs> when we first started the game ellie went ellie didn't realize who everyone had picked and she went I'm really glad no one picked Plum because he's ugly. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I just looked at her and I was like, bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I'm done talking about Clue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want to hear the synopsis? Um, this is a long one. I... <laughs> we'll we'll stumble our way through it. We're already off track enough, so. Okay. Okay, so Captain Jack Sparrow, in parentheses Johnny Depp, <laughs> arrives at Port Royal in the Caribbean without a ship or a crew. Oh no. His timing <laughs> is oh no, in in opportune. Yep, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. However, because later that evening the town is besieged by a pirate ship, the pirates kidnap the governor's daughter, Elizabeth. Kira Nightly, in parentheses, <laughs> who is in possession of a valuable coin that is linked to a curse that has transformed the pirates into the undead. A gallant blacksmith, Orlando Bloom, in parentheses, in love with Elizabeth, allies with Sparrow in pursuit of the pirates. Nice. Very good. You nailed that. that you didn't have to struggle much through that. Slow and that, steady. Well, I also read it at half speed. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race price. Good job. That's true. 
Except except in like um, English classes when they ask you to read a paragraph and then you're like, oh, I want to be able to read like the rest of the kids and then you can't do it and then and then you're messing up every word and then there's a word that you genuinely don't know how to say and then they're already tired of like saying the words that you just messed up because you stumbled so they don't help you. When people would do that in English class, I would um, the entire time because I was so afraid of getting called on. I would, while other people were reading, I would ignore Mm -hmm. them and I would read to myself the next paragraph so that I wouldn't stutter through it. Um, Except that backfires because sometimes the teacher's like, you're not paying attention. So then she goes, Carly, what did she just say? And I go, this. And then I I read what she just read and I, I didn't read that part. That isn't the worst. Oh my god, that's like my worst fear now. <laughs> so, I would just like to say, you know the there's no right answer, um, and it's all just to embarrass reading. people. <laughs> popcorn reading is, is trash, though. Right, popcorn like... anything is trash. <laughs> Besides the food itself. But, like, doing anything at random, like, bleh. <laughs> right, I, like, I remember, like, um, in elementary school, when popcorn reading was, like, big... They're like the kids that would, wouldn't like want to do anything. Like, and I was a part of this problem. So they'd like read like a sentence or maybe even half a sentence. They just get to a comma and they'd be like, popcorn Carly. <laughs> what? That... And then like, and then the smart kids who like read at recess would <laughs> just like read the whole page or whatever. And the teacher would be like, wow, good job. <laughs> and then she'd be like, yep, yeah, popcorn to that asshole. And that asshole would be me. And, and you'd then, be like, the popcorn. And read the comma. <laughs> Kiyama. <laughs> uh, I can see exactly where you and I lie in elementary school on that spectrum. I am the pager like, and you are the comma. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did you read at recess? Um, I read a lot, Um, but I didn't read at recess. I just... Well, I guess sometimes I did. We weren't really allowed to bring books and stuff outside. Um, we had sure. really strict rules. I just I did a lot of um, playing with silly bands at oh recess. Oh my god, really? Yeah, me and Maggie <laughs> traded silly bands with all the other girls. That was how we became That's like so good funny. friends. So. <laughs> what was your What was the prime silly band? Though I don't have any idea, but the only one I can remember is. Because sometimes, it went to, at one point, they came out with silly rings. So someone traded me a silly ring that was, and I'd never seen one before. I was like, oh my god, what is that? Um, and this girl traded me a silly ring that was of a um, microphone. Like it was like a, like a, yeah, and it was a ring. And I was like, that's okay. so cool. <laughs> Isn't it crazy like what we would trade as kids just for something that like, I loved like it. So insignificant. We actually traded yeah. books at school quite a bit. <laughs> there was one time where I had like these four big silver dollars, and like you know you just don't see those anymore because they don't yeah. make them. And so I just carried them in my wallet like at all times, and my wallet was just at the and I won like like a like one of those like popcorn sale things, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the grand prize. So I had like a hundred dollar bill and then four dollar <laughs> coins in my wallet at like all times. So there's one day 
where my mom and I are at the grocery store. <laughs> and, like, at, you know, at the cash register, they, like, have, like, all the snacks and, like, all the kids are freaking out because, yeah. like, I want, a, I want a Snickers bar. Yeah. And then the mom like, just shut the fuck up. We have five more minutes. <laughs> so, um, I had, like, a mental breakdown for about, like, three minutes because I wanted to buy a bag of Cheetos. Oh, my God. But I didn't want to flip my $100 bill. So I used all $4 coins <laughs> to get a bag of Cheetos. If I was that cashier, I'd be <laughs> so I'd mad at you. <laughs> but like... I've never seen the silver dollar again. <laughs> I actually collect strange change. So strange. I have strange change. I have, like, a whole thing of... I have still I have some silver dollars <laughs> if you want to see them again. Thank you. Yeah, I also have Canadian so money. <laughs> I have All right. Um. Cool so we read that synopsis, then we already got sidetracked. So cool. Um. <laughs> uh, I like you were surprised to know I've never seen this movie before. Right. I'm very interested to know <laughs> what your opinion is. I'm, well, I'm I wanted to start off by asking you what your, like, relationship with this franchise is, because I gave you, like, a few options, because we want to do, like, a more lighthearted, fun movie this right. week. Mm-hmm. So of this Club. is the one that you, like, chose out of, like, the few that I listed, right. like, as suggestions. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, like, I, I feel like you have, like, a past with this one um, in particular. I do. It's not as intense as, um like, Star Wars or anything. Sure. Um And actually... My past with this movie is maybe not the best, but because um, the first person I watched, I watched the entire um, Pirates of the Caribbean like filmography, like, like the series. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, with my first and only ever boyfriend when I was eleven. <laughs> um, so at the time, was this like all four or all three? All I think there were four at the time. Okay. I think it was the first three, and then the one because I don't know if you've seen them all now or if you just watched the first one. Because no, now I there's. I haven't watched the first one last night. Yeah, because now there's I think five or six. There's five now. Okay, and there's supposed to be more coming out. Um, but I know filming got pushed off because Johnny Depp. Um, because now of COVID, but mostly because Johnny Depp's um divorce, not divorce, but he had a, a lawsuit with his um ex-wife. So, uh, <laughs> which we can talk about more if you want to, because it's kind of actually super interesting. Um, and that was taking a long time, so that pushed off filming and stuff. Um, is that why there's like a six-year gap between four and five, or is yeah. that not related at all? Okay. Um, I and also five is really bad. I would, I think, but I think if they add more, if they make a six and a seven, I think I will enjoy it more. But I don't know what you know about the series, but the first three have um. Elizabeth and Will in them and then the mm-hmm. fourth one doesn't and the fifth one doesn't but the fifth one is their son so and the story about okay. him and Jack Sparrow yeah so the th- first three are like kind of like three that you should watch because especially two and three are like a almost like where it's back to future two and three where you can't really watch them without each other because it's I, wait 
you can't watch them without each other and they came out like three years apart yeah well they that um it's, been the, so annoying. it's the same storyline <laughs> yeah it, it's not like a part one part two but it's the same the entire thing is fighting davy jones so yeah. um it would be hard to watch those two without each other just because they take place with the same timeline like same same stories oh my god same story <laughs> um right. whereas like the curse of the black pearl is kind of like its own standalone i mean and they would stand alone but more so the third one i wouldn't watch without the second if that makes sense um and yeah, then right. the fourth one has nothing to do with anything, and I just don't... I have seen that one, like, twice. And then the fifth one I saw one time at a drive-in movie theater, and I just didn't like it that much because... Um, and it's probably had something to do with Johnny Depp being in a weird situation, but Jack Sparrow is, like, wasted the whole time. And so it just kind of makes his character weaker, I think. Like, it's it, yeah. it's weird. I don't know how else to explain it. Sure. But yeah. I remember when I, I worked at the the budget theater mm-hmm. in town when we were showing that movie. I think this is when I first started or something. But we were showing that movie and like literally everybody that went to go see just walked out pissed off. <laughs> yeah, it was because it was we hadn't had them for a while, you know, and then I I don't know it was it was all right like the plot the end credit scene was the best part of the movie by far. Because it, it reintroduces Will and Elizabeth back into the plot. So there's potential that Keira Knightley and Orlando Bloom could be in the sixth one. Which they, basically after they left the franchise, it, they, it just went downhill, is my opinion. But, um, sure. right. So if they come back, hopefully it will get better. But, That's fun. Yeah. So you like the franchise, basically. <laughs> I do. I like it. I, I, my favorite, like, I like it, and I was able to separate it from my relationship with this guy, which is really weird, because usually when I watch a movie, you know, like that, and it, like, has meaning and has, like, reminds me of stuff, like, I um, would associate it with that, but these movies were just so good that, like, I just enjoyed them as, like, standalone. Like, yeah. I don't know how, to, how else to explain that, but it... I enjoy them a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, How did you feel? Yeah. I, um, did, okay. <laughs> I, I liked it. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I didn't find myself getting really wrapped up into it. Right. Into the story or any of the characters, really. Like, if any of the characters died, I would not have cared in the slightest bit um i watched this with a group of my friends last night okay um so like (laughs) and we're all very hyperactive so a few (laughs) every like five minutes someone would have to tell a story because some like minor detail (laughs) something else um and then because of that the this long movie lasted even longer (laughs) So I, I was dozing off a few points too. That's so funny. <laughs> um, but luckily this plot um doesn't take a whole lot of, you know, right. um focus to keep up with what's going on, which is beneficial if you're just in a mood to have a fun time. But like 
I feel like. I mean, keep in mind, it is a technically a kids movie. Right, like a PG-13. Yeah. Kind of like Revenge of kind of a thing. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's how I felt about it. Like, I enjoyed it, but I don't think, um, I feel like this is kind of falls in the category, like, uh, Lord of the Rings and, um, where it came out like earlier in my in my childhood, right? Like er- so early that I missed it, right? I or, feel the same know, way. My parents are just big movie fans, so they don't they don't really they never really besides like as I mentioned a few times in the show, like my dad showing me Adam Sandler movies when I was like thirteen. Like I have I, like they never really exposed me to like high class pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> He's in it this well, time, yeah, too. But like, even he, my dad did tell me every 90s out of Sandler movie, which he didn't. <laughs> There's only, oh, like, five. <laughs> I so. think I I feel the same way. This came out in 2003 to the point <laughs> where I remember being in daycare, and we used to have this day where at the end of – it was, like, a, like a camp um, part of daycare – so at the end of like that week of camp, the parents would come and bring the kids lunch from like a restaurant. And mm-hmm. um, my parents brought me McDonald's and the Happy Meal toy at my daycare for McDonald's was um, like a pirate bandana because oh. it was when Pirates of the Caribbean came out. So I remember yeah, sitting, it was called Camp Kermit. I remember sitting at Camp Kermit getting a Pirates of the Caribbean toy and my Happy Meal. So... And that's, like, so long ago. I was three years old. I was two years old when this came out, actually. Yeah, right. I was... I imagine not even in the then when this came out. (laughs) It's it's June 28th, 2003. Yeah, I was two. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you so, weren't even you were almost you were barely more than a year old. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't find myself like getting really wrapped up into this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't help that um, well, for one thing, it's very long. Um, and not even that long. I think it's like a little less than two and a half. I think. It's um, two. Yeah, it's two hours and twenty three minutes. Right. So, and with, and this is where, like, what I was saying before about how the plot, there isn't a whole lot going on. It just felt like they stretched it out a lot. Yeah. And there was one point where we were watching this on Disney Plus, and like the whole server just crashed. Oh my god. Like right, <laughs> right between um that battle between uh, the pirates and, or I guess both pirate ships, <laughs> like right in the middle of the movie. Yeah. When we re we returned and I were like, oh, we're probably almost done, and we're like, what? We have an hour left. <laughs> um, and that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of you know a problem. <laughs> yeah, I I think when we watched it, um, the first half moves slow and then it picks up. I think. Because when the first half, I was like, wow, we still have an hour left. But then, like, it, the hour flew by faster, I felt like. That's just how I felt. I've also seen it a lot. Um, yeah, I felt it, like, the reverse order, kind of. Like, yeah. I I feel like if the 
that battle that the server crashed on was like the final battle of the movie. I feel like it honestly could have probably ended right there. But like cleaned it up a little bit to make like the Black Pearl curse or whatever. Like a little book ended. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like it could have made this an hour and a half movie and it would have had like this effect on me. I, <laughs> so. I think also one thing that you're missing, which is not your fault, um, like two and three are a lot better um in my opinion i just think they're a lot better yeah like a lot better it's a lot more complex of a plot um with davy jones and the way his ship is run and will's dad and um yeah i wasn't planning on checking it out but now i might you should um the third one's my favorite is i think the best one and not and it doesn't have anything to do with nostalgia which is not usually common for me um yeah right it's just, I just, in, I genuinely enjoyed the third one the most because there's just a lot going on. But it also, I think, this is how I would look at it. I think the Black Black Pearl really acts as more of an origin story, if that makes right. sense, for Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, okay. um, which is why I think maybe, and I still think it's a good movie, but I think maybe compared to like two and three, I think it's more lacking. Um, it's still really, I still love it. Um, but I think that's partially because I know the characters and I know what happens, you know? So like, I can see like watching Will and Jack Sparrow meet for the first time kind of a thing. And like, and like, spoiler to you, but like Barbosa, um, is my favorite character throughout the franchise. Mm -hmm. So I love him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't he die? So, <laughs> do you want to hear hmm. another another secret? What's that? He comes back twice. <laughs> like, he dies again and comes back again. <laughs> does it make sense how he comes yes, back? Yes, it does. It does. Okay. I love him. It's not like they're just like, oh, you guys like this guy? Well, that bullet didn't really work. It kind of, it went through everything but his uh, eternal organs. No, the... <laughs> The way he comes back, I think it's in the beginning of three or the end of two. It's because um, they meet like a witch lady and she, she, she's like magic and she pulls some magic and it's cool. It's cool. Two and three have a much better, um, because I feel like one is very much like introducing you to the pirate world, introducing you to like the relationship between Jack and his crew and Gibbs and who Elizabeth and her dad are and what Orlando Bloom was like and also seeing the character development of Elizabeth and Will from one to three is a lot better. Sure. And also like the weird yeah. dynamic between Elizabeth, Jack Sparrow and Orlando. It's very weird. So well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I... I think that may help. That would help make you feel better about. So I would look at it like an origin story in terms of, maybe that's why it's a little slower or not as um like it seems lacking if that makes sense yeah this is one of those movies that I've, i really wish i would have saw in the theater but like you yeah know, there's no way i could have because the special effects are so good yeah <laughs> in this movie and hold up so well um 
like even when they do have to use CGI for like the skeletons, it like it's convincing, you know. Like you know, I think that honestly the monkey is like yeah, the CGI monkey is probably the worst part CGI <laughs> like special effects wise and like which is fine if that's your worst part, you know. Yeah. And it, this like was a 2003 like antagonist or anything like that yeah so that's seven years before avatar came out like <laughs> that's crazy yeah um one I thing avatar just becoming a reference it, point. it is because it's like a um i think it's like a turning point for cgi like when we really like got like when cgi became like very developed but it was also like before we started incorporating practical effects as well as cgi so it's impressive when anything before that time period looks good. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, um, one thing I think we should definitely talk about that we don't always talk about with movies is the score. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's Hans Zimmer. Iconic. <laughs> phenomenal. Like, the score for Pirates of, Pirates of the Caribbean is so good. I love it. Makes me so happy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah i this is like it's like kind of like um star wars where you just don't or jaws i guess is even a better answer where you don't even need to see the movie right to know but it. like but like you see a shark and like that's the theme that comes to your mind right <laughs> or like in this instance you see like a pirate well probably not as easily but yeah you know <laughs> you see some kind of reference to a pirate yeah. or yeah i get what you're saying um <laughs> so so like this yeah it's kind of like um the score associates with more than just the movie itself yeah and that's very which is all which is you know you made an iconic and memorable and overall great score right um so yeah did did he compose all of them i feel like he only did the first three i don't know but i don't know but one the first three are the only ones that i care about and two um it's basically is the same like we were talking about last time with yeah, uh, star like wars um, kind of at, at some point gets very the pretty set score you know um yeah it's kind of like how john williams made the harry potter score yeah. for like the first two and then like and then everyone made the score after that just kind of like well this is what it is now. Well, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that to some extent. I like the continuity well, of it. Like, why would you change the score to Harry Potter on the, the sixth one? Because John Williams isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, oh, shoot. I had something I was going to say. Oh, as you know, Bryce, but everyone else doesn't know. Um, my high school, our mascot was the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, yeah, so yeah, I do know that. our school's theme song besides like the actual school song was pirates of the caribbean and so i Are think really? straight up so i think as someone that played and conducted it for every single pep game football game and played two different arrangements for concerts and graduation I think the You're fact right. that I'm, yeah, I think the fact that I'm not sick of it and then I still enjoy it just shows how good a, a soundtrack it is because and yeah. that's, I, like, I've never played a song that frequently that is still good <laughs> to me. That's yeah, still, no, I still I, enjoy. I really like I must, <laughs> I've played parts of the Caribbean in different arrangements probably over a hundred times. 
I'll never get sick of playing Bare Necessities from the Jungle Book. <laughs> That's so funny. I love yeah, that. Not, not, uh, yeah. not, not, not necessarily the same caliber, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know what song is my opposite of that? That I played once and got sick of it, and I've played it a million times, and I'm always sick of it? Viva La Vida. <laughs> like the Coldplay song? Oh, mm, please sing. I don't know what. I don't want to sing it. <laughs> I am good. I will not sing it. I will send it yeah, to you I later. Remember. That's too bad. I'm... <laughs> have you have you seen um the the forty year old virgin with Steve Carell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, you know my introduction to Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think it's Paul Rudd. And Steve Carell. And Paul Rudd goes, you know how I know you're gay? Because he listened to this Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so funny. That was my introduction to Coldplay. <laughs> oh my god. My introduction to Coldplay was freshman year. That was the first song we played was Viva La Vida. And the entire song is just playing F over and over and over again. And then we, for my freshman year, the last concert that we did, we um, they forced the freshmen to play a... Coldplay medley that included Viva La Vida and then people as a meme our senior year tried to get that to be the song that we played at graduation and I wanted to die I was like no (laughs) and then I had to conduct it all my senior year and I was like oh my god (laughs) best song for your like yearbook or whatever Huh? Uh, like, do we have a class have... song? Yeah. No, my dad always talks about his class song though, but we never had one. Oh, what was his? Was it a good one? I don't remember. It... All I know is that every time it comes on the radio, he says it, and like I can recognize <laughs> it. Yeah, we. Nobody really took anything seriously as far as yearbook stuff like that okay. in our school. And I feel like that's kind of just a universal thing. I was a yearbook editor, so shut up. <laughs> well, no, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> so, like, I remember, like, everyone be like, hey, 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 vote for Sicko Mode to be your no. best song. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I um, wish we had a class song. Had, That's uh, so fun. Unfortunately, we did not get sick of mode. We got, um, I think, Let It Be, I think, by the Beatles. Oh, okay. That's a weird class a good song. song. But, you know, it's no sick of mode. Yeah, but most <laughs> most class songs are from the year that your class graduated, I feel like. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. I actually, I actually don't know because we didn't have that, so I don't know. <laughs> I think the most used song for our... Um, our like class songs like just in history is come sail away yeah that's <laughs> what our, our, our halftime show was supposed ships. to be oh my god yeah ships yeah oh my god so we're both <laughs> kind of pirates that's funny yar har har <laughs> very fitting for the movie yo ho <laughs> yo ho they don't say yo ho ho a whole lot in this movie though. That kind of bumped it down for me a little bit. Oh my god! Speaking <laughs> of bumping it down, Bryce, what was your score? <laughs> I I gave it a 
we really did not talk about this. <laughs> I don't know what else. I think the we talked about the effects. The effects were great. Um, and still hold up. Would watch in theater if I had the opportunity. Yes, the score was fantastic. As we all know. Yes, as we knew. Um, that it is a pretty good movie. However, the second and third one make it better. So maybe if you didn't get that full effect, I would suggest watching those two and then maybe coming back to watch it. You don't okay. do not need to watch the fourth and fifth one. Do, I will let you know if the not. sixth one is good enough to watch the other ones. But the fourth one has um, nothing to do with anything. So, and the only good thing about the fifth one is that Paul McCartney is in it. <laughs> no, I gotta watch the fourth. No, one. he plays. Uh, he plays Jack Sparrow's uncle. It's great. Like a cameo or like an actual part. He um, it's a cameo, but he has lines. Sure. Okay. And he's like speaking, it. like it's a scene between Jack Sparrow and him, and they're talking to each other, and he's like his uncle. It's like a, I think it's a flashback, but yeah, and it's it's Paul McCartney. So. Okay. So maybe <laughs> no, just no watch that, that scene. <laughs> I don't know. It's worth, it's worth just googling if you Google Paul McCartney parts of the Caribbean. His thing comes up what he looks like in the movie. It's pretty good. So. Yeah, that's my um, recommendation. Overall, I thought this movie was lo- was longer than it needed to be, and definitely could have been chopped down a lot with how generic or I guess simple the story was. Yeah, Not generic. Like it's still an original story. You gotta give it mad props for how well it's holding holding up over time. Right. But I I feel like because of all the practical effects and um, CGI that they had to use to make this movie possible. I feel like story was probably not their top main focus. Right. Because, um, like, there are definitely bigger things on their plate. Mm-hmm. Which, so I'm not, like, faulting it. Well, I guess I, like, I get, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. That's probably what happened. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. I don't think that's, I think that's a fair score. Um, the IMBD score is um, 8 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes is 79%, so like 7 out of 10. Oh, well, 7 or 8 out of 10, so I think that's kind of good. I would give it an 8 out of 10, so I think you and I are like a perfect balance of what everyone else thinks the score is as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. it says on here, Common Sense Media, which I don't know what that is, gave it a f- 4 out of 5, which is an 8 out of 10. So we all kind of feel the same way, I think. Um, (laughs) There's one thing I think we should talk about um, that relates to talking about effects. Have you ever been to Disney World? Uh, Yes. Have you ever been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney World? I cannot say that I have. It is the coolest ride at Disney World, in my opinion. It is... They completely, like, reconstructed the Black Pearl and the ships, and the characters are, like, animatronic people that look really real. If you look up, um, there's a YouTube video where Jack Sparrow, or, oh my gosh, Johnny Depp, (laughs) um, dressed up as Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Johnny Depp dressed up as Jack Sparrow and went on the ride and replaced, um, one of the Jack Sparrow animatronics. And people oh, couldn't so tell funny. the difference. 
Um, but then he would, the ride would, like, stop in front of it, and he would just get down and, like, start signing autographs and stuff. So, (laughs) but yeah, there's, like, a video of it. You know, what's even better than that Hmm. is that video of Jimmy Kimmel, or Jimmy Fallon and Dwayne The Rock Johnson being, uh, uh, mascots of themselves at Universal Studios, and taking their heads off, and the people realizing that this mascot of The Rock is actually The Rock. That's so funny. (laughs) <laughs> you never seen this video? No, I love that. So I would love that. Yeah, I love Universal. I went to Universal just for Harry Potter World, and it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. So, if you ever go back to Disney, that is something you must hit because I think, because I don't know if you know, Pirates of the Caribbean: The Ride was before the movie. Really? Yeah, like, the movies are all based off of this ride. It was one of the very first rides at Disney World, was the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah. Because after the movie ended, when the credits started rolling, it was, like, based off of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Walt Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, well, no shit. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what that that is referring to, is the ride um, in Florida. And so... Like, that's cool yeah and so some of it is like it's original stuff but 95 percent of it it's and they redid it for the movie and it looks exactly like it and like davy jones's ship comes out of the sea and it's like the most like it starts off like you don't realize that's happening and then you go into this area and it's just like a huge you're on the water yeah. and it's really cool you would you would really <laughs> like it because it's basically the the quality of their effects um really shows through that ride i think <laughs> so yeah that's fun i haven't been in disney world since sixth grade um yeah <laughs> i went once and it was for my senior year band trip and that was the so oh, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, two yeah. years but i went on it two years ago and it was really, really cool <laughs> so yeah. was star wars world open at the time or no no they opened a month later <laughs> i was so oh, really? mad yeah i was like so they had they had some Star Wars stuff, um, but there was, like, a huge section that was under construction. So I went on one Star Wars ride and made a lightsaber. <laughs> and that was it. Um, you still have it? Yeah, it's actually... I can see it from here. It's in the corner of my room. It's, it's green. It's huh? It's green. Yeah. It's green. Um, sometimes so Ellie and I and my dad watched A New Hope last night. Um, and like you were saying before the last night, you guys kept pausing everything. <laughs> My dad paused it like probably every five minutes. Ellie was getting so annoyed. She's like, she's like, I've seen this like one time and he's going on. Hey, really? Yeah. My dad's quoting, um, all of like the different characters lines and stuff, but like also ones it's that so aren't in movie. English. That's so funny. I was like, he was quoting the Jawas and I was like, this is so funny. <laughs> Wait, don't they do they even have lines? I mean, <laughs> they have noises that they make, <laughs> like little catchphrase noises, and he was very happy. That's so funny. My dad told me he's seen A New Hope probably of over 140 times. That's what he said. And I was like, that is a lot. How do you even do that math? <laughs> it well it came out when he was in fourth grade, and he's 52. So if he watched it, yeah, like, I. 
I don't, okay, whatever. I don't, I'm not even going to try to do the math. That's at least two to three times a year. That's fine. Which is probably about right. How long have you been recording? Uh, 56 minutes. Okay, how about, because we have that thing at the beginning. Right. How about um, we wrap up? Okay. And then, okay. Um, there is one thing I wanted to bring up real quick, though. Okay. Um, so tomorrow, the new Spike Lee joint drops on Netflix. Ooh. Um, it's called The Five Bloods. It's I suppose I, from what I know, I haven't looked into it much because I don't really want to know a whole lot. I just want my mind to be blown by it. It, I think it's about like these, um, four Vietnam veterans who are just telling their stories and then they go on like a treasure hunt or something. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> the reason I'm so excited about it is because it stars Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Um, it has two of it and two of the characters from Spike Lee's last movie, which is my one of my favorite movies all time, uh, Black Klansman. Um, it's like very oddly enough, like for as heavy of a topic as it is, it's one of my most rewatched movies. Um, it came out like I saw it for the first time in August, uh, twenty eighteen, and. Uh, as of right now, I've seen it like seven times. <laughs> so, yeah, I like it a lot. So I'm excited <laughs> to see what he does next, and it drops tomorrow. So maybe we could do our first like actual, um, current review rather than movies yeah. from 2003. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, in all fairness, we started this a month, like two weeks before quarantine. So we haven't had any new movies. Yeah, there was one point where we were going to review Quiet Place Part 2, and then nobody's seen, nobody seen it. Yep. <laughs> yep, you're right. All right, well, <laughs> I will support that idea then. Okay. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Carly, where can I find you? You can find me at... Uh, uh, bleh. You can find me at... <laughs> The, I'm gonna leave that in. You can find me at girly.bauer on Instagram. Bryce, where can I find you? <laughs> you can find me at Bryce Kelly Howe on Instagram. Very cool. And with all of that said, <laughs> there's no end scene. Go home. <laughs>